Today, I'm going to talk about praying for laborers, praying for laborers. And uh, in the last couple of prayer times we've had, we've had a particular emphasis in our prayer, a particular focus, including uh, praying for uh, giving, giving thanks to God. Puan uh, encouraged us and challenged us from God's word. Uh, I believe it was on Thursday about praying and giving thanks to God. So we had an hour basically of Thanksgiving uh, with requests uh, sprinkled in between those. And yesterday, uh, Phil, Philip uh, reminded us about uh, praying for wayward children and asking God to turn the hearts of the fathers to children and the hearts of children to their fathers. So we spent a good amount of time yesterday praying for for families, for fathers, for children, and so on. So today, I'm going to challenge us to pray for laborers. And just to break that down into two simple categories, I want us to pray for God to send forth more laborers into the harvest. So I'd like us to focus today on uh, praying for new workers, new laborers. And of course, Matthew 9.38 draws our attention to that when it says, Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, for the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And if you have had any uh, length of time in church ministry of any kind, uh, you know that uh, one, of the, one of the burdens upon pastors and church leaders is uh, finding willing servants, uh, the, uh, the statistic, they say, is about uh, 20% of the people do about 80% of the ministry in a church. And so um, we want to pray for more laborers in local churches, many, uh, many local churches, uh, obviously represented today. But I also want us to be praying for laborers in the harvest, uh, more in the, the full-time uh, ministry calling, whether that would be new pastors or new missionaries, or new Christian workers in various uh, fields around the world. I heard an interview just the other day with a, uh, a dear saint of God. She was 99 years old, just a few months right now, shy of 100. And uh, she has, had kept a journal of her life uh, for every single day nearly of her life since the age of 19. So she is at her point in life where she can't remember a whole lot uh, that has happened in her life um, uh, and various dates and things like that, although she can remember certain things. But when she reads the journal, of course, she is reminded of the goodness of God. And uh, this, uh, this young lady, uh, when she was uh, very young, uh, was in a, uh, in a church meeting of some kind, in a church service, and uh, the, the minister was uh, asking people to be willing to consider the call to, uh, to God's work. And so um, she responded to that as a nurse and went over to, uh, to Zambia and served many years in Zambia and Sudan and I think in Ethiopia. But um, as we all know, uh, laborers are, 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 are aging, uh, so to speak. And so we need uh, not only new laborers uh, to replace them, but we need additional laborers uh, to, um, uh, to also uh, uh, replace those that are, are um, getting older like that. I watched a video this week, uh, Pastor Bob, uh, 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 some fellow pastors in your area sent me a video about um, the WAS, 
uh, who served, I believe it was, uh, for many, many years in Zambia, or I'm sorry, Rhodesia in Zimbabwe now, and uh, just to hear their testimonies of God's faithfulness. But watching things like that, listening to things like that reminds me, we want to be more fervent in praying. Matthew 9, 38, Lord, send forth more laborers into the harvest field. So that's number one. But then I want us to pray today as well for uh, current laborers. And I want us to pray for pastors and missionaries um, in your churches and uh, other um, pastors and missionaries that you might know, other uh, full-time Christian workers. And I'd like to just suggest a few ways to pray for laborers, uh, to pray for those that are currently in ministry. I'm thinking specifically of of pastors and those that handle the word of God, many of whom are on this call today. But I just have a number of ways. I'll try to put them in the chat at the very end. But number one, just pray that they would fear God and not man. Pray for your pastors. Pray for missionaries that they would fear God and not man. That those who are full-time laborers would treasure God, would love God, would savor God, would fear the triune God. For from him and through him and to him are all things. And to him be glory both now and forevermore. Amen. Romans chapter 11 and verse 36. So pray for your pastor. Pray for other pastors. Pray for missionaries that they would fear God and not man. And thank you, Denise, for putting these in as I give them. Number two, spend much time in God's presence. Pray that they would spend much time in God's presence, much time before the face of God. And uh, of course, that speaks not only of the word, but of prayer as well. And Acts 6.4, a key verse for us here at Sermon Audio, of course, uh, and United Prayer is um, that they might devote themselves to prayer and the ministry of the word. Number three, pray that they would have a great confidence in the word and in the gospel. A great confidence in the word and in the gospel. Uh, Pray for your pastors regularly, even if they've been in ministry for 40 years. Pray that they would not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God into salvation. Uh, Men uh, in ministry are constantly, constantly... um, tempted to put confidence in themselves or in the latest method or the newest fad or or whatever instead of in the sovereign God and in the word of God. Um, not only for salvation, uh, initial salvation, but for sanctification, that they would really believe that, um, that, that God's word is sufficient for everything in life, um, that they would know that God has given us everything that we need uh, for for life and godliness, First Peter one three, that they would be men of Hebrews chapter four twelve. You know uh, that they would know that the word of God is like a, a a sword; it's piercing asunder of the soul and marrow and divider of the intense and thoughts and intents of the heart. Uh, they would really not only believe, but I mean, they would believe in practice. Second Timothy two, that when they stand before God's people. Um, on the Lord's Day, for example, that they would believe that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and righteousness, so that the man of God, the people of God would be thoroughly equipped unto every good work. So pray for a great confidence in the word and in the gospel. 
Uh, I think it's number four, but love his family well. Pray that uh, they would love their family well. Many, many pastors are away from the home more often than uh, they would maybe desire to be, but uh, they're, they're gone sometimes during the evenings when that can, can be fa- prime family time. And even when they are home, they find themselves sometimes exhausted or distracted. Um, maybe the, uh, it's, it's Tuesday, uh, Monday um, night, they've had a kind of a really challenging leadership meeting. And so they're home on Tuesday night, but they're still thinking about that, that leadership meeting. Or uh, on Friday morning when they're supposed to spend some time, maybe uh, with their family eating breakfast, they're mulling over that blistering email they received from a church member uh, the night before. Or uh, they bear the grief of, of a tragedy that's happened in the church. Or maybe they've heard the discouraging news, another family or another member of their church, another family is moving away or another member uh, is leaving disgruntled. So pray, pray that they would love their families well. And, you know, a lot of their, a lot of wives of of ministers, they face unrealistic expectations along with the children uh, sometimes. And so just pray for them, their, their wife, their children, and pray that God would, um, just help them enrich their marriage and empower their parenting. The, the other ones are wisdom. Pray for wisdom, uh, that they would have wisdom like Solomon. Um, uh, Solomon prayed, uh, uh, give me wisdom, Lord, to go out before your people, for who can govern this people of yours? Second Chronicles 1.10. And pastors pray that regularly, I know, but pray that for your pastor um, and for uh, James 1, 5, that they would know that if they, when they lack wisdom, if they lack wisdom, they'll ask of God. Uh, and their, that their first impulse would be go to prayer for very challenging dis, uh, decisions they have to make or counseling situations um, or just the general everyday rhyme and rhythm of, of church life. Um, three more, pray that your pastor would keep his eyes off himself. Uh, somebody has written that the worst time for pastors are Sunday night or Monday morning. And so I want to encourage you to pray for your pastor today as he prepares his heart to preach tomorrow as you wake up and as he preaches, pray throughout the sermon. But don't stop then. Don't say, well, that's done for another week until next Saturday. Pray especially for them Sunday evening and Monday morning. Um, Pray that they would rest and rejoice. They would find rest and rejoicing in God. Um, A pastor who does not enjoy his work will not be a very um, effective pastor. Um, I think it was Philip Brooks who said, the more that you enjoy, uh, thoroughly enjoy the ministry, the better you will do it. Um, And uh, pastors need to have regular reminders of the immense privilege to be a minister of the gospel. Somebody has put it this way, the minister's soul is the soul of his ministry. So maybe lastly, pray for your minister's soul today. Um, Pray for his soul. And could I give you one other thing to do after you've prayed, after you pray today for your pastor, or after you pray on Sunday evening for your pastor? Let him know. Let him know that you're praying for him. Um, Just don't pray for them, but let them know. And of course, that goes for missionaries and um, and other full-time Christian workers. I'm just primarily 
addressing pastors today, but obviously all of those are involved. Uh, and so may God help us to pray more effectively, um, uh, more specifically, uh, more constantly for those uh, who serve the Lord in this uh, in the wonderful ministry. Amen.